dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. Thank you all for joining us for yet another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. So thankful for you all of you to join us and find the show. My next guest is interim CEO of a company that has been named as one of the top five performing cannabis stocks since the beginning of 2016 by Yahoo Finance. They launched an online portal last year which provides free access to medical cannabis consultations through secure video conferencing. Their unique business model has created an e-commerce platform where there are 30 websites in more than 20 countries diversifying the revenue stream. I'm here with the interim CEO of Namas Technologies, Manny Moriam. Manny, thanks for joining us here on the show. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure as well. So have a lot to get through. Let's get started. Now, I mentioned that your company launched an online portal that launches free access to medical cannabis consultations through secure video conferences called Namast. So like you hear it of Namast Yoga, N-A-M-A-S-T-E-M-D. The portal provides a seamless, fast, and secure way to get your medical cannabis prescription in Canada. Talk to me yeah. about the response you received with this portal and how you put it all together to serve such a large Canadian market. Absolutely. So I, I think that it's always very important to start with, with why, right? Why did we even come up with this idea on how to, to or why would we offer such a tool um, for our customers? And the, the main thought process behind it was the fact that we wanted to make medical cannabis accessible to everyone. And if you look at Canada, it's, it's a very special, in a way, um, country, right? Because it's, it's very large with a relatively small population. Right. So it's possible that for you to, to be able to get a medical cannabis prescription, you would need to get in your car, potentially drive a very long distance, especially if you live in a rural area, uh, in order to find someone who would be able to provide you with professional medical advice and potentially a medical document. As humans, friction is not great for us, especially in this era of everything is on demand, right? You, you'll probably say, ah, I'll stick to my opiates. And that's something that we, that we couldn't accept. So, so we decided to build a tool that simplifies and reduces all friction that is involved in obtaining a medical cannabis document. So with Namaste MD, you can literally sit in the comfort of your own home, pick up your phone, download an app, you are able to obtain a meeting or, or an appointment with a nurse practitioner on the same day and understand if medical cannabis is the right thing for you. And if you do obtain that medical document, you can also make a purchase on our online marketplace, CanMart, to, to get your medical cannabis. And literally all of this can happen within one day. So our purpose, was to reduce friction and make medical cannabis accessible uh, easily to anyone, anywhere, anytime in Canada. Um, and so far, the adoption of Namaste MD has been absolutely amazing. And we have committed to, to keeping it free, and it is free, unlike many other solutions out there in, in Canada and other geographies. Uh, we make sure that this product is, is available to our, our customers for free. Because we do believe in the mission that we that we set forth to to achieve. 
Now, the Mazda recently signed an agreement with 2103486 Alberta Limited. It's operating under the letters ARBR to incorporate yes. Namasta MD into the clinical referral platform. ARBR is a web-based tool developed to help pharmacists and clinicians guide patients through their cannabis journey and support patients with questions or concerns, allowing them to select the right strain for the individual needs. Now, here's the important part. So ABR has entered agreement with one of Canada's largest generic manuf- pharmaceutical manufacturers, whose customers include over 11,000 pharmacies across Canada. Wow. Yep. Yep. Talk to me about this impact this expansion is going to make, and will there be any additional parameters needed to serve this increased customer base? You just talked about, even though it is a not as large a population to the expanse of the, you know, the, the entire country of Canada, but still a lot of customers and a lot of ground to cover. Yeah, absolutely. And this this is actually an, a, a partnership or an agreement that we are very, very excited about. Mm-hmm. And there are multiple facets to this relationship with Arbor. So I'll, I'll start with the one that you mentioned in relation to uh, facilitating uh, telemedicine for patients through the Arbor flow. So what Arbor has done is essentially built a tool that assists uh, clinicians, pharmacists, and other professionals to help patients find the right strain of cannabis for them. Right. And, and I'll talk a little bit about how that tool works in a moment, but that's the process that they've built, meaning as a patient, you will walk into a pharmacy or a clinic. The healthcare professional, the pharmacist, or the clinician uh, in that facility will help you identify the right product for you, but you still need a medical document in order to be able to legally obtain uh, medical cannabis. Right. And that's where Namaste MD comes into the picture. Once the patient is physically in that location, they are registered with the help of that clinician to the Namaste MD application. They meet with a nurse practitioner or an MD, receive their prescription, and they're immediately rerouted back to that clinic or pharmacy with their medical document and then are able to obtain their product. So essentially, what Namaste MD does is provide Arbor with that very much needed service of enabling their patients to receive their medical document without having to leave that clinic, drive to another location to get that prescription, then driving back. So it was it was something that was very natural for both parties um, and essentially was with, with the same goal. Both us and Arbor had the same purpose, which is reducing friction and allowing our customers to, to have access to medical cannabis. So that is the first facet of this relationship. The other facet, which is future potential um, collaboration between us and Arbor, lies within the tool that Arbor has created to help patients identify the right strain for them. Uh, Namaste has another tool called Uppy that essentially serves the same goal. And as I did uh, before, I'll start with a quick why. Why did we even decide to do this? The reality in Canada today is that when you receive your medical document for cannabis, be it through Namaste MD or anywhere else, that is it. You literally receive a document that says, here you go, you are now able to buy medical cannabis. Wow. It doesn't say which strain, it doesn't say the, the, the amount, the frequency, the consistency, anything. It's literally the equivalent of going to a doctor, getting a prescription for antibiotics, and that doctor basically saying, yeah, it's just antibiotics. You need to figure out which one. 
Now, there are hundreds of strains of cannabis out there. How do you know which one is right for you? If you suffer from anxiety and you choose a strain that has a higher likelihood of causing anxiety, that, that is a horrible situation. Exactly. So, so what Arbor has done, they've used a qualitative approach to strain recommendations. It's, it's actually absolutely amazing what they've done. They've looked at existing clinical studies, researches, and took all that information, structured it, and they built an algorithm that based on qualitative data is able to recommend strains for specific individuals with specific symptoms. This is the tool that those clinicians use to make the recommendations before they refer patients to NamasteMD. What Namaste did through API and our machine learning core, we actually are achieving the same goal in a very different way. Instead of having a qualitative approach, we have a quantitative approach. Okay. We collect, collect mass amounts of data and we feed them into our machine learning algorithms. And on the other end, we spit out the same result. We are able to recommend to specific individuals which strains they need to best treat their symptoms. So part of the work that, that we are doing with Arbor is to try and understand how, our quality, how their qualitative, da qualitative data can complement our quantitative data so we can show how human intelligence and machine intelligence cross-reference each other and really validate our recommendations. So that's another reason why we decided to partner with, with Arbor because there's so much more opportunities for synergy other than that's just, just the facilitation of receiving a medical document from Namaste. That's amazing. So I'm here with the interim CEO of Namasta Technologies, Mini Morem, here on Plum Business. We're going to talk more about some of the headlines that Namaste has made in the last few months. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. Stay with us. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. 
Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at s-h-o-o-g-i-e-s dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with the interim CEO of Namaste Technologies, Many Morim, here on Blunt Business. Now, Many, you previously served as the company's chief product officer, and you were also the founder and CEO of, of Findify, which Namaste acquired in 2018. And since then, yep. also, Namaste has named several new members to its board of directors. Let's talk about the company in general. Now, mm-hmm. okay. There was a recent Yahoo Finance article that cited the Maste Technologies stock has endured a lot of self-inflicted pain in the past months. Without going into detail, they referenced scandals, firings, loss of an auditor, and a plummeting share price, which left investors and shareholders wondering the survival of the long term of the company. Now, the news has turned much more positive since then. We're going to reference that in just a moment. But how do you feel the company's navigated under your watch through all these issues, and are they now in the rearview mirror? Absolutely. So first, uh, as you said, this is something that uh, that is in the public domain. There was a lot of yeah. fear, uncertainty, and doubt around the company in the past, past few months. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that as things progressed, uh, our investors and, and the market has been able to see that we did, in, in fact, put these issues behind us. I think that the, the biggest um, achievement that we've recently had is to, that we have achieved or we're able to agree on a settlement on our class actions, of course, that is still pending court approval, but it is a huge achievement uh, that helps us put one of our biggest hurdles behind us. Uh, we were also able to retain new auditors, submit our financials, strengthen our board. We've been able to re- acquire amazing talent to the company, people who are truly global A players who if we're completely honest, wouldn't join the company either as employees or as directors on our board if there was any concern in regards to the future of the company. We all believe that the cannabis domain is here to stay and it will only grow. Furthermore, we truly believe that our value proposition delivering, and and we can talk a little bit more about what Namaste really is and what is the value we deliver, but essentially, we aim to build the world's most customer-centric cannabis marketplace. And we are taking strides to achieve that. And we truly believe that being able to deliver that will provide value across the entire value chain, be it for consumers or vendors. Um, and as we sign more agreements, more partnerships, and we are able to communicate more with our, with our shareholders, uh, I think that image and, and message is being perceived in a very positive way. And, you know, as as we all like to say, Rome hasn't built in one day. It wasn't built in one day. We're working very, very hard. Progress is being made. Um, and I think we're moving in a very, very positive direction at an amazing speed. So I am very confident in regards to the future. Uh, and I think that the actions that we've been taking recently are are great proof of that. <laughs> 
Let's talk about what you've been doing. Now, you told Benzinga recently that you're overseeing a reclamation project of sorts that's centered on streamlining focus, delivering value, and renewing investor trust by putting a premium on internal governance and responsibility. You said, quote, we're being compliant. We're focusing on what's right. Yeah. We're not creating risk for our shareholders. We're creating value for our shareholders. There's still a lot of cleaning up to do, and we're doing that, end quote. Yeah. Talk to me yeah. what other companies should take away from the experience that Namaste has overcome so they can learn from the experience. And one thing is also a testament that you did overcome it under uh, that. And that was really a, a real testament in the Canadian market, because we'll talk about more about why that is. But talk to me about the experience. Absolutely. And I think that it's, it's that quote is actually really interesting because I said that before all the can trust situation yeah. uh, has developed. So it's even more important to remember this today. Our purpose as a public company is increasing shareholder value. Yep. And if we, if we don't do that, then we're really not doing our job. And, and a very, very important part of it is corporate governance. And these are things that we really put a lot of emphasis. And I'll, and I'll give a few examples of how we've done that yeah. and how we'll continue to do that. Um, our board is significantly more independent now. We have processes in place to make sure that we maintain that board independence. We have processes in place to make sure that decisions are being taken within the right flow, with the right checks and balances in place. We have a full-time, and we had it before as well, but we have a full-time compliance manager that constantly looks at uh, the Health Canada regulation around the Cannabis Act. We are constantly making sure that we are compliant from a securities exchange perspective. And everything we do takes these things into account. So our processes now, for example, for expansion, new initiatives, et cetera, have a playbook that embedded in it is an important aspect of remaining compliant with all relevant regulation, be it securities, privacy, local regulation, tax, et cetera. And that became a very, or is now, a very, very important part of any initiative uh, project plan that we have. So that is something that I would recommend to to all other companies in the sector to remember. The cannabis industry is probably one of the fastest moving industries to have ever been in existence. That is something that is very clear. And if you don't move quickly, you'll you'll stay behind. And that's something we don't forget. However, there is no reason to not remain compliant while doing that. You can move quickly, be compliant, and still win in the market. So that's something that I would absolutely recommend um, everyone who is in the sector is considering to, to start a company within the sector to remember. Now, you before we go to break, I want to just ask you personally, you founded and you were the CEO of a company that Namaste took over and bought from you. And then mm -hmm. you had to go ahead and come in in an effort to help right the ship from the master. So you've been CEO when you started off from the ground up and then you had to bring a company back from a negative direction and bring it to a positive direction. What are some of the things you learned from the experience coming back into the CEO chair and facing the obstacles you had in front of you? Was there any one takeaway that you definitely felt like you have come away with now, now that we're on the outside, we're looking past yeah. what happened? Yeah, this is a very this is a very interesting and indeed a personal question. I think it's a very very different experience when when you build a company from scratch, you face some similar challenges, but quite a few 
different, I would say, elements within that challenge. So, for example, um, when you build a company from scratch, you're, you are actually laying brick by brick and building the foundations, and you are certain that you know exactly how everything is running. You select your team, you know how the flows are, are, are working and what's in place, and you're very familiar with the entire organization. Whereas when, when you step in um, into an already existing organization, it, challenges of, of, uh, of running a company are very similar, right? You still have uh, a team to run, uh, cash flow projections, uh, building products, etc. Um, most of the mechanics are very similar. The main difference between building a company and, and writing a ship, if you, if you would call it that way, is that you don't, or in, in writing that ship, you're essentially replacing an engine mid-flight, which is very, very difficult. It's a completely yeah. different set of challenges um, that I'm working together i'm very fortunate to be working with a very very strong team to be able to accomplish that it is a difficult but very exciting challenge and i would say that's the that's the main difference where building a company from scratch requires you to build the foundation step by step while writing a ship requires you to learn and understand what, what the moving elements are and replacing that engine mid-flight very very interesting challenge so we're here again with the interim CEO of Namaste Technologies, Manny Marim, here on Plum Business. Let me come back. I want to talk to you about another uh, article that you were quoted on where it's interesting about the perception of where companies like yours should be in the Canadian cannabis market based on the growing trend that we're seeing right now. I want to talk to you about that. We'll be back in just a moment. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Candid. Captivating. Compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Welcome got to Cannabis Confidential. Oh, you got me again. All right. I got you again. You got me again. Welcome to Cannabis okay. Confidential. Ah! <laughs> hey, we did it. We did it. Cannabis Welcome. I have the coolest guest today. You guys already know. The one and only Tommy Chong. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer & Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really One Toke Over the Line. I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. Sitting downtown in a railway station, one joke 
It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back again with Manny Maroon from the Master Technologies here on Blunt Business. Now, let me go refresh back to this Bazinga article that you were quoted on. You said this as well, quote, we don't want to grow. We don't really compete with the LPs. It's not something we do well. We don't want to design or manufacture our own products. What we understand is how to build seamless user experiences online and how to facilitate the delivery of products once the purchase is made, end quote. Now, we've talked to several Canadian business owners here on the program, and they've talked to me uh, about how, and also talked to those, some on the program, some that I've not. And they talked about how many of the large-scale Canadian cannabis businesses will not survive the money spent to stay competitive. Because we're seeing a lot of companies putting a lot of money on infrastructure, on new mm-hmm. space, employees, and so much more. And, you know, we've talked to those that have said, you know what, there's going to be a lot of these companies that are going to fail. And only maybe one or two are actually going to survive being that top dog mm-hmm. on the Canadian cannabis market. And so how do you see this scenario playing out thus the reason to build and facilitate yeah i i tend to agree with that to be honest and i think there are many elements that that come into play when you consider that statement i mean part of it is the fact that at the end of the day um cannabis is not meant to grow in in canada with with this type of climate if you start looking at countries that are closer to the equator it literally grows like weed there and the the cost of growing a gram uh in in countries like mexico israel india thailand is very very different than it is to grow it in canada so depending on how the regulation changes right depending on how many uh, or or the level of economies of scale that the top dogs here as you said in canada can achieve um i definitely see a lot of consolidation in the market and i definitely see an increase in competition and uh, eroding margins, especially on the flower side of the product, which is exactly why we are very firm believers in our model, our value proposition, and our vision. And the reason for that is I'll, I'll give some comparisons. Right? If we look at Airbnb, the largest hospitality company on the planet owns zero assets. They have no physical assets, no hotel rooms, no buildings, no anything. Mm-hmm. Uber, right, the largest transportation company in, in the world, doesn't own any vehicles and the reason for that is because they are a platform airbnb connects homeowners with travelers uber connects car owners and people who need to commute what namaste does we connect vendors be it growers device manufacturers extractors whatever with consumers we help connect these two parties uh, on a platform which is frictionless and enjoyable to use. And we're focusing on an amazing end-to-end experience from the moment you think about cannabis until the moment it's delivered to your door through the usage. And that is where our value proposition is. And that is why we I, I, we made that statement in regards to we, we don't compete with the LPs. We empower them to do what they do best. because. We don't know how to grow. That's not our strong suit. We don't know which genetics to use, what the processes are, et cetera. That is what they do best. 
On the flip side, what we want to do is to enable them to focus on that and handle patient acquisition, customer acquisition, conversion, fulfillment, everything that they need to reach their customer, we can enable. Uh, a very simple comparison to that would be the payments industry, right? If five or even 10 years ago, in order to sell online, you would need to open your own merchant account, bank account, integrate the payment gateway, build your own fraud system, et cetera, which would take months and a lot of money. All you have to do today is use a company like Stripe, for example, take yeah. a small JavaScript, throw it on your site, and you're ready to sell online. That is exactly the same simplicity that we bring to the cannabis e-commerce domain. You want to connect directly with your patients or customers, we can facilitate getting a medical document, we can facilitate customer acquisition on an e-commerce channel, we can facilitate conversion rate optimization, we know exactly what customers are looking for, we integrated personalization technology so customers can find what they're looking for quickly. Fulfillment, we have strong partnerships and an equity stake in companies such as Pineapple Express that can deliver same day cannabis to your door. We've developed tools like Uppy that help you track the usage of cannabis and see if it has a negative or positive impact on your symptoms. And all of this is built to serve patients and vendors. So that is the value proposition that we have. And that is how it connects to the fact that, yeah, you're right, there will be consolidation in the market, but no matter how many players exist, you would still need a platform through which patients can connect with those vendors. And that's what we deliver. Now, well, I want to point out one thing you mentioned in that, just unpack it, because of the fact that in Canada, it's not the easiest place to go ahead and grow a product if you're just doing it outdoors. Obviously, that's all indoor grown, all greenhouse grown. Yeah. But the thing is that in Canada, which I've mentioned a lot on this program, it's not so much that they're supplying demand for just the Canadian market. They are creating the infrastructure to import and export. So now mm -hmm. with that said, do you use the same thing with the platforms like Airbnb or Uber? Will Namaste go the same route and be ready to expand to different markets? Is that the plan going forward? Do you think that you might follow what the Canadian market does by creating that so that you want to still be that conduit between vendor and, uh, and customer? Absolutely. That is exactly the, the, the playbook that we're following. The, the reason we're focusing on Canada is because Canada is one of the first countries in the world, especially you know, one of the, 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 the G20 countries, yeah. to legalize cannabis on every level, medical and adult use. And we happen to have in Canada all the needed elements in place to be that full stack marketplace. We have our sales only LP license, we have the relationships, we have the infrastructure. So what we're doing in Canada is we're essentially building that model that we can later on use to expand, meaning everything we're building today in Canada is modular, right? No, yeah, I agree. And that's where I think I've, I've, I've and I've already referenced and I hopefully I will get the, the uh, credit for calling Canada, the OPEC of cannabis, and someday they're going to become that. That's exactly what they're becoming, and it's a smart move. And they are, and a lot of companies are reaching out to every continent except for Antarctica, basically, and they're going to the right spots to make sure that the pipelines are made, the distribution uh, pipelines are made that so that because of the fact they're able to go ahead and generate so much product, they have to have some place to put it, and 
the quicker they can get it out there, the better. And the better they can get it, better service to audiences. That's where the MOS comes in. The MOS that really comes in and really helps out a lot to build and facilitate. So real quick, exactly. I know we've actually talked about uppity. We've talked about uh, what you know with the MOS to MD. So take another minute to let people know where they can learn more about all that you're doing at Namaste and what other things might be up, coming up that we should know about. Um, we're actually in, in the works of rebuilding our education platform. Okay. And and I wish we had our, our, um, our VP marketing here on the call as well to talk a little bit about it. Um, but we're building something or we're, we're integrating something called integrated media. And it's the concept of delivering the right content in the right context to the right people. Mm. Meaning uh, we, we could share the link to a blog or we can send you to one of our content sites. But what we are building up now, and, um, and this is really the most important part, is that we're delivering content through the right channels in the relevant time. So customers will be able to learn more about cannabis, learn more about Namaste, learn more about where they can obtain which products in the various touch points that they interact with. And that's the, the, that's the main concept behind integrated media. So you might have certain content on the Namaste MD website where you wait for your appointment. You will have different content on Canmart when you're looking for product to buy. You'll have different content on our corporate site and different content on API when you're measuring the impact. So um, if uh, I don't want to share the link to just our corporate site or our blog because we're about to, uh, to make some changes there. So I would advise uh, our, our listeners to wait a little bit and then check us out and see how content starts being populated in all touch points through that integrated media strategy. No problem. Well, in the meantime, I guess, uh, I know that one of the first places I go to look for you is namastetechnologies.com, N-A-M-A-S-T-E technologies.com. Yep. Many, I know um, a lot's gone on with this conversation. We've gone uh, with a team back and forth to, because – you know, I uh, wanted to make sure we had a chance to give you, you know, the, the chance to be heard. And, you know, because I think sometimes the press really does not help a lot of people well. It's more for just clickbait than anything else. And I'm it's unfortunate that happens. But like I said, I hope you know that we wanted to give you the open platform to talk and to show you that to show others that we're asking, you know, hopefully if people are going to be going to find blunt business, the folks of Yahoo Finance will come and find this show and say, oh, oh, things are good. And, you know. Um, change people's minds out there that everything is doing good and that you are reimagining the cannabis experience and you're doing really great work. Now, quick question out of curiosity. Uh, how do you like the CEO spot if you were asked to stay on for the in, for the duration and take the interim off of you? Is that something that you would think that that might be something that might be coming up down the line that a decision will be made and is that something that sounds like would be something you would like to continue doing yeah absolutely first in regards to the process this is something that is our, up to our board of directors and i leave that decision to them in sure. regards to what's uh, what's the best thing to do for our shareholders um up until that point i i take this role as if there was no interim title in, in the prefix yes. i'm completely focused on growing the business that is my mandate and that's what I'm doing. Uh, there are, it's a very exciting role with a lot of very interesting challenges. I have a wonderful team that I'm working with. Um, so definitely it's something that I feel uh, very passionate about, this industry and the work we're doing. And I'm very happy in this role. Uh, I will continue doing it um, without any 
limitations as of now and, and leave the process to our board. A real test of what you're doing, Manny. I'm really glad to read the whole story and see that where things are now. And, you know, I think you've done a great job with what you've done here. Thank you've you. got a great team that's uh, through everything that's happened. You know, I've, I didn't get a chance to mention, but there's a lot of people that are putting a lot of positive uh, influence in, and there's a lot of hope and there's definitely a lot of um, good things being said these days. So Thank whatever you. happened and before. We, we have a lot to prove, definitely. Yeah. We are very thankful for our shareholders as well. I know it's been a turbulent time yeah. and they've showed a lot of patience and faith in us. And, and I think that it's uh, – it's something that is very important for me to remind everyone that the team is very committed and everybody's working incredibly hard. We still believe in our vision, what we can deliver and in this industry, and we're working tirelessly to, to make sure that uh, actions speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I appreciate definitely your, your time in giving us this stage and sharing this with, uh, with listeners. And uh, we're all committed to continue working and delivering. There we go. Again, I'm speaking with Manny Maroom, the interim CEO of Namast Technologies. Uh, thank you so much for being with us on the show. I really do appreciate you taking time out for us. Absolutely. Thank you. Right. With that said, and also listeners, thank you for listening into this program. And again, we're always happy to have you on. And we continue to welcome you to go and subscribe to the show. Look for past episodes of Blunt Business. Go to CannabisRadio.com where you can always find the show. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.